This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, getting you ready for today's sports day. You know, three of the first four games have been at home, so you know, at some point in time you're going to have to venture out outside the 806, so that'll be... That'll start this week. While having a little fun along the way. Always good if you can blame it on somebody else, right? Yeah, sure. Especially some media guy. Sure. Right, some media guy. Catch the show live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Coffee, Mountain Dew, and sports. More coffee and dew than sports, but it's there for sure. The morning drive on Double T 97.3. Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. So is the Benchmark Hotline. Good morning with Jamie Linton, Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Uh, let's see. Let me just, I'm going to go from the very beginning. Uh, at this point, I don't really believe much of what McGuire says, especially in regards to quarterbacks. It's all disinformation, and that's his call. I, I think there's some truth to that. Um, just from the standpoint that uh, nope. With, when you have injuries like you've had and um, you've had, I don't, I don't know if it's up and down. And how about how about just haven't been consistent? Your performances haven't been consistent. Especially, with your quarterbacks? Yeah, especially with, especially with Donovan. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, and you're, you're, you're kind of, it's like you're driving the car down the highway and you've got your eyes closed and you're trying to figure out how, you're not, how not to crash with your quarterbacks right now. Okay. 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 I have this reoccurring just, dream. That really and, doesn't speak to what the comment was on the chat line, though. No, I understand that, but I mean, I think, I think, I think it's what I guess what I'm saying is it's all kind of a deflection right now because, um, be, I mean, he, he doesn't necessarily want maybe want the opponent to know who's going to trot out there, which I get. I, I certainly, I certainly understand that because maybe you would prepare differently for Morton than you would prepare for Smith, and I'm not sure if you're an opposing coach right now. How you would prepare for Tyler Shuck just because there's there's hardly anything on him under Coach McGuire and there's not very much on him from last year and it's a different team from last year coached by different people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you know what know what my reoccurring dream is? Uh, sure. I mean, I have this kind of regularly. It's I'm um, I'm driving and I'm falling asleep at the wheel and I. And I know that I am, but I can't wake up. But I never crash. That's good. But I'm always like trying to put my foot on the brake to stop the car because I know that... Now we know it's a dream. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, Uh, this sounds like Coach is concerned about all of his quarterback's health. Morton will go until he's hurt again, and then Donovan will take over. Oh... I don't know, W for Texas Tech. I don't know if that means a win for Texas Tech or I don't know. What, yeah, what yeah, I guess sure win, win for Texas Tech. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. This from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Used copious in a conversation last week. Afterward, I felt like I'd been conditioned by Chuck. Power of the morning drive. That from I think Paul. that is power of the morning drive. Yeah. <laughs> copious. Yeah, because I don't hear too many other people using the word copious. Okay. Uh, I think Chuck's onto something about McGuire getting us through West Virginia is optimistic about Chuck making a run the rest of the season. Okay, I think there's something to be said for that. Man, if if Barron p- plays really well this week mm-hmm. and you beat West Virginia, it would be hard to take would, him out, right? Because he was playing really well last week before he got hurt. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would, I would think, man, let's stick with the hot hand. That's if he plays well this week. Yeah. Now, one thing that. Um, 
one thing that Coach Zach Kitley talked about with, with Baron Morton is that he said, he said, gunslinger. He said, we know that. We know that that's his deal. He gets the ball out quick, throws the long ball. Um, there's some stuff that he's missed mentally uh, that will come. He, th- he thinks that he'll skyrocket mentally. He said he saw that in Sunday's meeting. He said he has that gamer mentality. Uh, Coach Kitley said that he likes to kind of see it build up as opposed to being the gamer where the, you know, the lights come on and then you know, he comes on. In other words, he would like to, what the gist of that is, he'd like to see that in practice in addition to the game. But that, that's just kind of how, how he is. He said the game will slow down for him. Uh, as he you get gets more, more reps. Yeah, anytime you get more experience. Yeah. You so, hope that's the case. Otherwise, you're just not able to figure things out, make an adjustment. Yeah. yeah. Jack, do you get the impression that in their meeting before they talk to us, mm-hmm. that they're like, okay, we're going to use this word today? <laughs> I don't know. And I think yesterday's word was gunslinger. Well, <laughs> that was that was Coach Kitley that said gunslinger. Did Coach McGuire say gunslinger too? Um, I don't think he did. I don't recall him saying gunslinger. I thought he did, uh, and that's what led to it coming up with Coach Kitley. But, like, it feels like they, they're they on message together for both for for both sessions of the media session with the where they split the coaches up. But they're not consistent from week to week, if that makes sense. Well, like, they're together on Monday, uh-huh. but next Monday they'll both be together on something else. No, Does I, that make sense? No. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think they get together and do. I think I do think this though, because Coach Kitley talked about how he heard what Coach McGuire said. So I think he probably listens to what Coach McGuire says. So he's saying on basically the same page. If he gets off track a little bit, he can have his back. That's smart. Yeah. So I think that's I, th- I do think that's smart. Right. He under mm-hmm. he understands. Um, uh, this uh i don't i don't know about this here's what do you think about this statement from the eighth scoring center chat line i think coach mcguire is trying to keep all quarterbacks happy but eventually going to have to disappoint two of them in my opinion sooner the better do you think he's trying to keep two happy i think that's what we've seen all along with the disinformation is trying to keep all three of them happy which is which is hard yeah, absolutely, no I mean, question. It's hard to keep one happy. No, no doubt about it. You and you, especially in today's college football, where you know if you're a quarterback and you're not starting, you're you're looking for a spot somewhere else. Yeah. And so, no, I absolutely think he's trying to keep all three QB happy, QBs happy, and I think that that's been going on since he got on a campus, and I think that's where some of the really confusing things that he has said in fall camp and early on in the season comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, but are they... Because if you're a player on a team, you know if you're starting or not. You know if you're first or second string. You know if you're starting the game like because of the way the practices go. And even if they're splitting up the reps, unless these guys were razor thin between one, two, and three, you know if somebody else is a better basketball player or somebody's a better football player or a baseball player than you are. You know if you're better than somebody else. And while egos do play a part in this, can you fool all three of them for a year? I don't... I'm not buying that. I don't know if anybody's trying to fool anybody, um, but it's... it's do, a, do you think that 
he was trying to make sure all three stayed for this season in the off season. I don't know what he was trying to do, but I don't buy the the two of them. If Shuck was heads and shoulders above everybody, from what we heard at the beginning of the season, not during the off season, but the beginning of the season, once they named the starting quarterback, that he was above everybody, and it was obvious that those two other guys wouldn't have known. I find that hard to believe. Here's a question for you: Which one is he? Which one is he the most tied to? Which one is his guy? Because he in, he inherited all of them, right? But which one most fits him? Is it Morton? Is it? Are we talking about McGuire or yeah. are we talking about Kitley? Because isn't it Kitley's decision? <sighs> well, that that that, in, that becomes a you know that that becomes a question too. It's like which which one which one of the three do they feel like gives them quote the best chance to have long term success? They talk about hey, which one's going to give us the best chance to win? Saturday was well, that going to be the one that's the most healthy at this point in time that that's where that kind of leads you to believe but if if you maybe if you if you lead to which one gives you the most chance to have long-term success I think I think based on what coach Kidley said yesterday about him he will skyrocket you know that that leads me to believe that they that he thinks that Morton long term is the guy that gives them the most chance for success big success yeah, I don't know that anybody else would disagree with that. I think that that's been the thought all along. But the thought all along has been that he couldn't take care of the football as well as the other guys. And what you saw against Oklahoma State two weekends ago was that he gave you a lot of the same things that Donovan gave you with the upside, but took care of the football better. Yeah. 6.40 this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3. All right, so are we in agreement that as of right now, 6.40 and 27 seconds past the hour, kind of based on what we've heard and discussed this morning, Baron Morton's going to try it out there as the starting quarterback? I'm not in I, – I don't know what is going to happen because I don't know what you can take as truth and what is okay. just just trying to cloud the issue. Okay. So we're unsettled. I am. You can be settled. You don't, we don't have to be, agree. We never do anyway. I think it's going to be Baron Morton. <laughs> we sometimes do. Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22, Texas. And humor. Sure to tell them that. You, you suggested that. <laughs> and, of course, they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Time for this day in sports history. Today is October the 18th, 2022. Here is Jeff McGuire. Going to start in 1953. Willie Thrower becomes the first black NFL quarterback in modern times. Willie Thrower? His name was Thrower. (laughs) T-H-R-O-W-E-R. That's a great name. 1955, while I don't necessarily disagree, this feels a little early to throw this kind of moniker. Track and field names Jesse Owens, the all-time track athlete. I don't know that I disagree, but we've had a lot of good ones since 1955. And what year did they say? Uh, did they said this in 1955? said in 1955. I wonder why it took him until 1955, because he was pretty good in the 40s. Right. I, again, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing. 
disagreeing with the title just mm -hmm. seemed like a little odd. But, you know, they did it. 1967, Major League Baseball, American League votes to allow Kansas City Athletics to move to Oakland, California, and expanded the league to 12 teams. Hang on, let's try this again. They allow the Kansas City Athletics to move to Oakland, California, and expand the league to 12 teams in 1971, with Kansas City and the Seattle teams later accelerated to 69 because of loudmouth politicians in Kansas City. I believe that. They were they were pretty loud about that. I I, I was not one of the loudmouth politicians there, although I was a loudmouth. I really was I was seven, so I wasn't wasn't aware of what was going on. But I was still a loudmouth. I think when we were seven we were all pretty loud. I can't I bet you you were calm, cool and collected as a toddler. Were you told to use your inside voice? A oh lot? my god, yes. <laughs> I'm told to use my inside voice now. Me too. <laughs> uh, I think I was loud because I had a older brother who just beat on me all the time. And so, so you had I, to scream for help. Yeah, I was <laughs> always begging for help from my parents. <laughs> Little do y'all know this is my inside voice. Uh, 1968, American athletics, uh, American athletes sweep the medals in the men's 400 meter at the Mexico City Olympics. Lee Evans wins gold in the world with a world record 43.86 ahead of Larry James and Ron Freeman. Also in the 68 Olympics, the Olympic Committee suspends Tommy Smith, John Carlos for giving the Black Power salute to protest racism and justice against African Americans during the Olympic medal ceremony. Yep. 1974. Chicago Bulls' Nate Thurmond becomes the very first NBA player to complete a quadruple double. Mm. 22 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and 12 blocks. <laughs> Gosh. He, he was even, a, he, he was he a beast. even scrape by. The lowest number was 12. It's impressive. In probably the hardest category to get a double digit in. Mm. Sure. Blocks. 1977, Reggie Jackson hits three home runs, tying Babe Ruth's World Series record as the Yankees <coughs> beat the Dodgers 8-4 to to clinch the World Series four games to two. Mr. October was your MVP. And in 1981, New York Giant Joe Danello ties an NFL record for six field goals in a single game. Red zone offense really struggling that day, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, no question. I remember Joe Donello. In uh, the modern day, Joe Donello was last night with the uh, Chargers winning over the uh, Denver Broncos in overtime on a field goal. It is National Chocolate Cupcake Day. With a little white icing on top like they did with the... It doesn't say what type of hostess. icing. It just says the cake. <coughs> you, so you, you can have whatever kind of icing I you would like. much prefer the yellow. The cupcake. yellow? Cupcake. The yellow cupcake. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. With chocolate frosting. Or white frosting. It takes a lot for me to turn down a cupcake. Yeah, I'd, I'd mm. prefer yellow uh, 9 to 1. 9 to 1. Chocolate. Okay. I would tell you the chocolate with the little white icing on the top. Happy birthday to Zach Efron, who's 35. Jean-Claude Van Damme is 62. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Lindsey Vaughn, 38. Alex Cora, 46. David Murphy, 41. Mike Ditka, 83. Frank Beamer, 76. Martina Navatilova, 66. And 
Brian Kenny is 59 <gasps> today. <clears throat> and a couple of things for you in history today. Because in 1867, the U.S. formally uh, takes possession of Alaska after purchasing the territory from Russia for $7.2 million, or what would amount to being less than two cents per acre. And just uh, 31 years later, they took control of Puerto Rico. Only a year after the Spain granted Puerto Rico self-rule, and American troops raised the U.S. flag over the Caribbean nation, formalizing it. U.S. authority over the island's <coughs> one million inhabitants. And that is this day in sports history. <laughs> All right, so uh, time for our secret word of the day. Double T97.3 teaming up with the Home Zone to make your house a better home because we're going to give you $10,000. So you could do a little home improvement or you could go buy some new home furnishings, all those kinds of things. But you're going to get a check from on highest for $10,000. It's not cold, hard cash, but you can make it cold, hard cash by going to your bank. All you have to do is listen at this time, 845 and 445, for the secret word. Then go to double enter it in. And, of course, the more times that you enter, which means the more times that you listen, the more of a chance that you are going to have to win that $10,000 on November the 18th. So your secret word today at six. 51 right on the nose it's very very appropriate at 645 because they'll be playing later tonight in game one of the national league championship series padres padres is your secret word here at 651 so go to double t973.com enter it in and maybe you could be handed a check for ten thousand dollars here at the new compound in downtown lubbock and we'll take your picture and uh, put it out for all to see that we actually did what we said we were going to do. Give somebody $10,000. Okay? Mm-hmm. And you'll shake the right hand of on highest. <clears throat> he'll be happy to do it. Okay? okay? Maybe you'll get to meet Jamie Lint, too. Maybe. 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 Just maybe. All right. 6.52 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Uh, we have uh, some tickets to give away for Texas Tech and West Virginia. I'm going to make this really, really, really simple. The first person to get to Jeff at 806-771-0973, 806-771-0973, gets four tickets. Now, if you only need two, just take two. But, you know, take four, take the neighbor kids, take your nieces or nephews or grandkids or whatever. Um, maybe people at your office uh, that you want to go to a game with, not the ones that you don't want to go to a game with. <clears throat> and you know who they are, but you don't have to point them out. Uh, again, 806-771-0973 wins four tickets to see Texas Tech and West Virginia. All right. Uh, we've had a couple of questions on this, um, but uh, I think, yes, it's big. Uh, Broccoli Rob says, not sure if you've all touched on this, but class of 23 four-star guard Logan Johnson committed to the Lady Raider basketball program. Yep, she did that yesterday. I think they're really excited about her. I think anytime you can bring somebody in that's got four-star, quote, talent, now can that translate to Division One Big 12 basketball? Obviously, they think so. They're excited about her. Um, and I think you get people like that. Um, and it helps you with other kids, too. Because... I like to think so. Success uh, begets success. Um, and they're in uh, Kansas City today, or en route to Kansas City today, for the Big 12 uh, women's uh, media sessions for all the Big 12 schools in the season. 
We'll get started here really quick. They have an exhibition game on November the 1st, and then boom, it goes. And um, the non-conference schedule is substantially easier uh, this year. You should be in all of them, if not win almost all of them. I, I don't <clears throat> know about the, both the games in Vegas over Thanksgiving. But I, I would think that, you know, the measure of success for this year's team would be getting to postseason play, whether it's the NIT or the NCAA. That's, that would be the measure. And I think the, um, I think the, the balance of the, of the team is going to be more spread out uh, than just relying on one player like you. Not, and not that you just relied on Vivian Gray last year, but obviously the offense went around her. So I think you'll be able to spread that around a little bit more. Can Bree Scott stay healthy? Can uh, Jasmine Shaver stay healthy? What is the impact of Bailey Maupin, the freshman from Groover? There's, there's some nice additions to this roster in addition to some compliments coming back. So we'll see. We'll see what, uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, that is today, and then the men will travel as well uh, for the Big 12 uh, men's portion of that media event tomorrow. And the Red Raiders are ranked 25th in the preseason AP poll. So nice. That's that's exciting because they've. I think that shows uh, respect for your men's basketball program, and in addition to just recognizing that it's going to be a talented group and a fun group, I think to watch uh, as the season progresses. You're listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T ninety seven three, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight. Uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Wait. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, Impressive? It's, yeah. Was it fascinating? It was. I thought it was fascinating. It kind of <laughs> smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Fast first hour, so... Uh, if you missed it, it might be included in the uh, Morning Drive podcast that you can uh, get the best of uh, upon the conclusion of our fine radio program and uh, take a few minutes of your day. If you uh, would like just the just the good stuff, <clears throat> we've got it for you. Go to double97.3.com for that and download that, along with uh, things like Tech Talk, uh, the bottom line on 100.7 The Score, and also uh, the end of the bench. You'll find uh, all of those podcasts on either double T ninety seven three or one hundred seven the score dot com. Good morning, Jamie Lenton, Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you from the First United Bank Double T ninety seven three studio. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line like this one. I am wishing your loyal listener Juan a very happy birthday. And that comes from his lucky lady. Okay. All right. So happy birthday, Juan. Glad that uh, you're with us, and I hope this is part of the 15 or 20 minutes that you get with us each day. Now, if you spend yes. more time with us, that's awesome. Happy birthday, Lon. Juan. Juan. Yeah, Juan. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, and that was very kind of you to send that in, lucky lady. Yes, exactly. And I'm mm-hmm. glad that you are honored to use that uh, title as well, that you are her, his lucky lady, right? Well, I mean, when you have catches like... Mrs. Juan and Mrs. Hines. I mean, you are truly the lucky lady. <clears throat> Mrs. Notice that, you know, that my significant other or Jeff's significant other doesn't refer to themselves as lucky ladies. Well, I think his his former lucky lady would say she's now a lucky lady because she's not with him, and he he feels the same wow, way. Wow, that was harsh. <laughs> no, he's been very he's been very agreeable to all those things that that's 
better to be not together than together, right? <laughs> sure, but uh, I was the one that divorced her. Okay. So keep that in mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were the one that what? I was the one that filed. Okay. You, you'd I was it. the one that had had enough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tells you what I went through, folks. <laughs> she just had not quite enough yet then. Um, okay. And your lucky lady, is she doesn't think she's so lucky, or she just doesn't refer to herself as the lucky lady, does she? Uh, probably both. <laughs> probably, probably Jamie's the lucky both. guy. <laughs> Jamie knows what side his bread is buttered on. And there's nothing wrong with it. I do not like my bread buttered, just so you know. Never, never really have. Oh, Laura. I don't like my bread buttered. All right. Um, Texas Tech football. Red Raiders take on West Virginia on Saturday. We'll have full and complete coverage. Uh, thanks to our Optimum Game Day Live coverage presented by United Supermarkets Saturday morning at 7. It all starts with a Saturday morning quarterback and continues on, and we'll take you all the way up to the kick. All right, Jamie, um, things that stood out to me from uh, Coach McGuire yesterday beyond the, beyond the quarterback, um, the fact that you have these guys that are game day decisions, decisions on Saturday. He said specifically in this order, Miles Price, J.J. Sparkman, Tyler Shuck, and Cameron Valdez. Uh, boy, it sure would be nice to have Price and Sparkman available for you. I mean, all these guys, obviously. Valdez has not been available at all this year. Started off with a knee, then it became, once he was ready to go, he tweaked a hamstring, and they're still looking to get him into a game this year. Shuck has only been available for part of one game, but Price and Sparkman have been integral parts of your uh, receiving core. Yeah, you would love to have those guys back. I think other guys are starting to step up a little bit. We've mm-hmm. seen the emergence now of Xavier White a little bit more uh, in the in the receiving game, but uh, I, I still think it would be great to have those guys back. There's no question. Uh, also, he said that Loic Fungi was back in a normal practice jersey, um, and that he was able to that he's able to get both of his arms up above his head. He's been really quiet of late. Yeah, you can tell that he's injuries have really slowed him mm-hmm. down. So uh, they got him out of the yellow jersey for practice, and uh, man, you hope that he can stay healthy. But I thought that was um, a significant statement that stood out to me about he now can get both of his head arms up above his head um, so that he can uh, he can catch the ball. Mm-hmm. So hopefully That's, that seems pretty important for a wide receiver. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was thinking, wow, that that says that says a lot. He, uh, I also got a new word from uh, Coach McGuire yesterday with regard to a, a defensive player, uh, Dante Stills, who it seems like this guy's been there forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's been more than one of them. There has there, yeah. he has a brother, but his brother's now gone. Okay. Um, he said that he can play every possession on the defensive line. He's played a lot of snaps. He called him a war daddy. War daddy. He called him a war daddy. He said he loves the game. He's uh, powerful. Have to know where he is. Uh, If you let him take over a game, he can energize their team. So you're going to have to figure out a way to contain Dante Stills. He's a war daddy. I thought Baylor did a terrific job with him for about three and a half quarters and then late in that game when West Virginia was really making their push, it felt like he was a big factor late in the contest. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, very complimentary of JT Daniels, their quarterback. Uh, it says he's got a really good arm, can scramble, moves in the pocket well. Um, they got he's, a cup. He's used to moving. Yeah, he's, he has from, from USC to, to Georgia to, to West, West Virginia. Virginia. Right, right, right. It's, it's uh, kind of his thing. <laughs> he said they have to be able to put pressure. And this is, you know, obvious stuff here. They always want to put pressure on the quarterback, but feels like that they have to have uh, pressure on the quarterback. Um, with regard to, uh, and we'll get to probably more about Graham Harrell. He's their offensive coordinator, of course, one of the greats here, number six. Um, but he talked about how he has uh, known him for a long, long time. Um, he said he's a coach's kid. Uh, that his uh, his dad was one of the best high school coaches in America. That's what, and one of his mentors. That's what Coach McGuire said about Sam Harrell. But he said this about Graham Harrell, which I didn't know. He said in the eighth grade that Graham would come to their seven on seven camps, um, and in the eighth grade. Um, at when he was at Cedar Hill, the, he won our seven-on-seven seven tournament with the vice, with the varsity. In other words, Graham was an eighth grader, came with their came with them their varsity and won the seven-on-seven. Seven. Um, he he described that as a really big pickup for Neil Brown, uh, Graham Harrell. Okay, Good. there's a couple things for you on that. Uh, let's see, um. We're going to get to, because one of the things that I want to, we'll get to Coach McGuire's specific comment on it, but one of his, one of the things that he commented on that his biggest surprise so far this year about his team was that they have not created the turnovers like they've wanted to. And uh, we'll get, uh, we'll get his thoughts on that uh, at about 7.15, but that that's still a very big emphasis for them. Uh, One, ball security on the offensive side and takeaways on the defensive side, but he's surprised that they, as much emphasis as they put on it, uh, that they haven't been able to to get as many as they would have thought that they would have been able to get. Yeah, that was something that we heard a lot about in the off season, but unfortunately just haven't been able to pull it off for whatever reason, probably credit the offenses a little bit, but you know, you've done a decent job putting pressure on the quarterback this year, so you'd like to think that would lead to some turnovers, but for whatever reason you just haven't, haven't been able to get it done. Some of that is maybe how you're tackling or not tack, you know, in terms of trying to strip the ball away from the receiver or the running back or punching it out or, you know, the point of emphasis along those lines. There have been some interceptions that they dropped too that looked like that they had real opportunities to get some, uh, but did not. You're tuned in to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. That's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have, but you're talking about one quarterback leading the, the conference in passing so far this year. And remember, he didn't start the first game. All right. He still played a lot, though. And also bringing some humor to your day. I, I just don't want to disappoint you. I just, <laughs> as much as I disappoint you, I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me. Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, fire away, Kimosabi. All right, guys. At 3-3 three and three on the season, the Red Raiders need three more wins to get to bowl eligibility. Mm-hmm. 
if the Red Raiders are going to get there, tell me who you think the three most likely wins are against. Okay. I think those three are West Virginia, Baylor, and Kansas. And I'll throw in a caveat of uh, if you if you get those three, I think you win at Iowa State on November the 19th. Jeff? West Virginia. Iowa State. Not TCU. I don't want to say Oklahoma in this conversation. I don't want to be that late in the season still looking for your sixth win. Yeah. And at some point, they're going to figure it out. I don't know what it's going to take for them to figure it out. Their offense figured it out last week. But their defense with a defensive head coach has just been... Like, Dickens was talking about this yesterday. Worse than the 2011 Tech football defense. That's been bad. Like, worse than one of the worst defenses of all time in Big 12 play. So, I... But... Picking Oklahoma, that doesn't feel right. You're going to pick Oklahoma as a likely win over Kansas? Really? No, we'll go Kansas, but I don't feel good about it. The way the two teams are playing, I'd rather face Oklahoma than Kansas right now. And that's insane to say. That is insane to say. How about you? I'll take West Virginia at home. I'll take Kansas at home. I'll take Iowa State on the road. Okay. And, and one of those teams is playing with confidence with regards to Oklahoma and KU. One of them is not. Oklahoma is not playing with confidence right now. I'll just be interested how much confidence KU's playing with on November the 12th. Sure. And I'm also thinking if we're playing them today, the number of things that can change between now and the end of the season mm-hmm. for all of these teams is huge. Sure. Sure, you got injuries and momentum and all, all that uh, all that kind of stuff. Kansas should have their quarterback, their starting quarterback back by then. Yeah, you, you would think. Um, at least that's kind of what it thought what he was. Just, thought I heard that he was going to be back the week before that. Okay. Um, I, I guess I'm pretty confident on the – I'm basing the Baylor game on it's sold <laughs> out, it's at night. And you'll be coming off of a West Virginia win, and I think you'll have Mo on your side. Now, the guy that's going to be honored at halftime, Patrick Mahomes, with his name going into the Ring of Honor, unfortunately, he's he's used his eligibility. I just, um, <clears throat> I still think Baylor's a good football team. I think they're they're much better than than Kansas and Iowa State. Mm-hmm. So I don't, uh, I don't, I wouldn't put, I, I I think it's winnable, don't get me wrong. I don't think that you're going to win because it's at night. Okay. I, I don't think that factors in at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, you're probably, you're probably, that's, that's speaking logical. I mean, I just feel like that you're going to have a lot of energy in the room. A lot of emotion, a lot of, you So know. our fans can't have energy at 11 or at 3? No, they can. So we'll have two. no energy at 2 o'clock no, on we're gonna Saturday? Have, we're, no, we're going to have good energy. Just think you get a little extra juju going at night. Yeah, and then uh, by the time halftime rolls around, it's late. I mean, it's late. We got to get out of here. It's it's a night game, man. It's we got to get back to the house. It's late. It's man, we got to get to church tomorrow yeah, morning. Yeah. I mean, all those kind of. If you're looking for an excuse, no matter what time kickoff is, you can find. You it. can find. What's it. a six thirty? It's a six thirty kick. So, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> 
I hear what you're saying. I just don't think the time of day is okay. nearly the factor that other people do. Which would be me. Um, well, you're other, I'm one you're another person. Yeah, I'm I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of them. Yeah. Um, and I get that the fans are more excited one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it changes the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, 7.35 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Take your thoughts, comments on the 8th Flooring Center chat line. Go to double-t-97.3.com for that or the mobile app. The mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Uh, this, Bobby Hot Dog says they will run the table. Big book it. Woo! Bobby, two, four, six games. They're going to go nine and three. Man. Bobby, 7.36, man. Yeah. Put the hard stuff down. (laughs) Right. Awful early to be drinking. I I mean, I don't... I'm not going to, you know, hop on Bobby's back and have him give me a piggyback ride here with Mm -hmm. with 6-0, but tell me which of those games you can't win. It's it's not that you can't win them. I mean, you can. You You can can win win every single game. You could. But they're Mm -hmm. also, I mean, all losable games, in my opinion. So, I mean, I don't think he's a crazed lunatic for saying Tech's going to go 6-0. I... Mm -hmm. I think you can win every one of those games. That's what makes this this season's been so much fun in the Big Twelve Conference. And that there, uh, I mean, it just feels like back and forth. And you just and every Saturday, you don't know what you're going to get. And that to me, that's really cool. But I don't know. I, I'm, I've already told you guys. I think the Red Raiders could go four and two. So uh, Red Raider Two Gun says Bobby passed the goblet. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't predict six and zero, but I also think I think they're all six games you could win. Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, hurts. Dot dot dot. Chuck, I agree with you. I'm not sure on which part, but I'm sure it's the night thing. No, there's lots of people that think because they enjoy it more at night that it affects the outcome of the game. Usually, it's the guys in between the lines that affect it, but yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seven thirty-seven this morning here on the morning drive take your thoughts and comments on the yates flooring center chat line uh this uh, from the yates flooring center chat line i know mcguire wants to play the best guy but the value of playing morton is greater in the long run given he is the most likely the future quarterback of the program this is something you've said for quite some time well i do think that he is most likely the the future quarterback of the program but i also believe that i mean it's important to win now, and that helps recruiting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you owe it to the guys on the team to put your best foot forward and not be. You know, I I get it. If you're if you're one and nine going to the last couple of weeks of the season, you have no chance of making a bowl, and you're like, all right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna worry about next year and start getting our quarterback ready for next year. That's different. Mm-hmm. But if you got a team that is teetering on making a bowl game or not making a bowl game, you owe it to your team to put the guy out there that gives you the best chance to win right now. And so while there is value, I get it, in Baron Morton, uh, if he is the future quarterback, to, to get him more reps, if they think Tyler Shuck is way better than the other two, then put him in there. In my opinion, win games. You owe it to your team. And and I don't, I don't think that any coach thinks differently about that. You know, uh, it's it's with all the with all the comments. It just seems like every comment that he makes with regard to Shuck and coming back and being ready to play um, against Baylor, whether it's the one you know last week, one hundred percent guarantee, you know, or it was two weeks ago, he'll be ready by Baylor. You know, yesterday saying, you know, if he's not ready this week, if he's not, 
either A, cleared or ready to go on Saturday. He will be by Baylor. It it still leads you back to the comment that was made by Coach Kitley in preseason when they announced Chuck as the starting quarterback that, quote, heads and shoulders above the other two. And if that's the case, then, then, that's, then the guy will start one. that's the guy I want in there. Chuck will start once, once, once he's healthy enough to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what that's what it, I think it all. Unless unless Baron or is, Donovan is, is playing great at yeah, the time, lights out, and yeah. you're like, don't mess with the hot hand. Yeah, if you're lights out this this weekend, uh, and part of lights out would be taking care of the football, not throwing interceptions, putting mm-hmm. your team that's in a, a big part of it. Putting your team in a bad spot and at or this missing point, you throws. Have, you have to feel like that's one of the things that Barron did better in his one start than Donovan had been doing in his. Yeah. 7.40 this morning on the morning drive. Boom, boom, boom. Is next on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T, 97.3. Continued thoughts on the Ace Flooring Center chat line. Go to DoubleT97.3.com for that of the mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Benchmark Hotline is open, too, at 806 771 Seven, three. You'll hear the National League Championship Series game number one tonight. Phillies and the San Diego Padres. An unlikely pair. Uh, tonight at 6. High school fan zone tonight at 7 on 100.7. The score coaches for Monterey and Lubbock High. Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 Football Conference... Who are you rooting for to win the conference if Tech does not win it this year? Well, busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Why yeah. do, Why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends? <laughs> right. Save we it for the show. We, know. We, save, we do. We save it for the show. Tune into the Morning Drive live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97.3. Uh, you can pick up your day and make it a good day at any time with the Double T 97.3 podcasts, Jamie, that are available, including excerpts from this fine radio program. Each day, go to DoubleT97.3.com. You'll find The Morning Drive. You'll find Tech Talk. Uh, you'll also find Sports Talk with Thetford Nashby, the Saturday Morning Quarterback, and the Ask Level podcast with Choice Woodman. On 107thescore.com, you'll find the end of the bench and the bottom line. So be looking for that as part of your daily routine. So maybe you get up and work out at 5 a.m. before we can get on the air and uh, fill your brain with all kinds of tidbits and conversation starters. Or maybe you end your day uh, mowing the yard or escaping from the family by going to your favorite tavern. And uh, you can listen to us while you while you go to that, and then uh, share that information with your your barmates, if you so desire. Mm-hmm. Okay, all those mm-hmm. things, all those things. Uh, thanks for being with us with Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you from the First United Bank Double T ninety seven three Studio tonight on uh, one hundred point seven The Score. It'll be the High School Fan Zone. Coaches from Monterey and Lubbock High. Uh, Monterey Plainsman losing a tough one last Friday to um, Caprock, 14-13 to in Amarillo. They'll play Cooper this week. Uh, that'll be at uh, Lowry Field, 7 o'clock kick. We will have that for you on 100.7 The Score at 6.30 on Friday night. 
kickoff at 7. Uh, also tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the head coach of the Lubbock High Westerners. And uh, they'll talk about kind of their season and where it's going and how challenging it has been. Um, they lost last week to Plainview, 62-19. to They'll play at Wiley. It does not get any easier for them. And that'll be a 7 o'clock kick on uh, Friday evening. So be looking for that. We'll have friendship football for you in the air Friday night on Double T 97.3. They take on Odessa Permian. Okay. Mojo. Mojo coming to town, Jamie. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just kind of be, just wanted you to be aware. Okay. Okay. I'm aware. Hawaii Five O original theme song, all that kind of stuff. You know, the, the mojo, but the, the friendships are on quite a, they've got a little mojo going themselves, Jamie. They've won six in a row. So they're, they're looking to keep it going, keep it going. Right. Just three weeks left in the regular year for the football season. Three. Wow, goes this fast, week, doesn't this it? This week plus two other, it does go fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does, it does go fast. Chuck, yeah. means we can get to high school basketball. Stuff. Right, right. Is the uh, is their theme song the Hawaii Five? Is their fight song the Hawaii Five O th- song? Well, that's their little theme song that they have. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's their fight. Huh. It's not their fight song. That's what they go. That's what they da 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 da. Like the old version, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, Jack Lord version. Huh, huh. I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, the more you know. Copyright infringement intended. We will have a uh, secret word of the day this morning at 845. We've had one already. We'll have another one. Uh, This from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Um, I went to a birthday dinner a couple of weeks ago and met Clint Scott. Nice guy. Yeah, he is a nice guy. He's a great dude. (laughs) How much did he pay you to say that? That's what I want to know right now. Hmm. Money had to have exchanged hands. Uh, we get this from our friend Mike. I didn't get to see you guys because of the rain here in Hobbs. I didn't know what to do with myself for three hours yesterday. Oh, goodness gracious. Man. We're available on the Double T 97.3 mobile app if you have to go mobile. Mm-hmm. Just uh, go to your friendly app store and download that. Clint is the good combination of you and I. Like, is he? He's, I mean, I, I don't think he's as quite as outgoing of wanting to meet everybody mm-hmm. like you, but... Like, uh, so he's a little bit more reserved like me, but mm-hmm. once he knows you, then he's a funny guy and he's okay. He's not afraid to laugh at himself and all that good stuff. Okay. So yeah. he's kind of in between you. Yeah. He's a good combination of a us. Good, a good combination of us. Uh-huh. I mean, we should just have him be in here by himself every morning from six to nine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he could do a little you and do a little me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get this from the Yates Flooring Center stat line. Uh, stat line? Yates flooring. I can tell it's basketball season coming for Chuck. Yeah. Uh, Many states require a tag to kill mountain lions, so he would have to prove imminent threat if if killed or be charged. And most fish slash game officials are quite unreasonable, and you run through the ringer even when it's obviously a safety kill. Yeah, you know what? I'm 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 taking that chance. It it cost me me 500 bucks. Cost me 500 bucks. I'm right there with you. Whatever. I'll pay the fine. Hey, Mr. I think that thing is stalking me. I mean, that dude was yelling at it over and over again, and it kept coming at him, kept coming at him, kept coming at him. Yeah. If you tell me that's not enough, man, I'm sorry about you. Here's my 500 bucks. I'm, I'm, I'm alive. Hey, let me go down to the local uh, tag store and get a tag so I can come back and kill you, yeah. Mr. Mountain Lion. Yeah, yeah. no. You can judge me by 12 you. before you got to carry me by six. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, look at that. I like that. He's been waiting a long time to use that. <laughs> yes. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I, don't, I mean, I'll just pay the fine. Whatever. I don't even need a trial. That's fine. I'm, al I'm alive. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, cut. I'm I'm good. I'm good. We'll have a uh, National Championship Series on tonight. The Phillies and the San Diego Padres. That's at six. Play by play at six thirty. That I have not looked. Is that starting Philly or San Diego? San Diego, I believe. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So it's an so basically it's a it's an early start there in uh, San Diego. So you'll have a little. It'll be night here, but day there. Does that make sense to you? Yes. It's two hours earlier. Yes, or I got you. Two hours difference, right? Yeah. Okay. They're two hours <laughs> behind us. Two hours behind us. Thank you. That's the proper way to say that. Uh, Monday Night Football, I, I watched very, very little of this. And in fact, it was funny because, uh, you know, the, the lucky lady, she watched, a, well, her eyes were in front of a lot of football or her ears had a lot of football this weekend. And so... I told her, I said, look, I, I really don't need to watch the Monday night game last night. I said, it's, it's, not, it's not just something that's just I'm pining for. So we're watching another show, and the opening scene is, uh, is football. And it was a football game going on that was prior to a crime that was committed. She's like, so here we are watching another show. What do they show would be? Football. It's <laughs> 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 kind of funny. Mm. Guess he had to be there. Uh, Nineteen sixteen, the final on Monday Night Football last night. The L.A. Chargers getting their fourth win against two setbacks. Denver drops to two and four. They're in a little trouble there in Denver. Yeah, it uh, doesn't look like things are going real well for Russell Wilson or for the team as a whole, really. No, no. Uh, Dustin Hopkins had four field goals in the game last night. Four, Jamie. Four field goals. Um, and he won it in overtime uh, for the Superchargers there at SoFi. I got to tell you, um, in, um, in, in I watched just a brief part of this game. I mean, like just a part of the first quarter. Man, it seemed like the crowd was pro-Denver. And it just made me wonder, I wonder if the Chargers still regret leaving San Diego or if the, the money and the opportunity to play at SoFi and being in Los Angeles is just overcome all that that was in San Diego. Because I feel like they've lost their identity. The Rams, even without winning the Super Bowl, were going to be the kingpin in L.A. And um, then and then listening to the crowd roar for Denver last night, it's like, oh, man. You haven't had the Rams had the same problem, though. They they have had a have had a similar yeah. problem, yeah. I mean, Stafford's wife's been begging the fans to, you know, root for him, root for him, and yeah. buy tickets and don't let the opponents and all that. Yeah, that's Tell just me. a product of being in L.A. I guess. Yes, and just the melting pot that is Los Angeles. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double t nine seven three dot com.